Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Manuka Sunday podcast. If you're new here, my name's Mel. I'm your host and the founder of Manuka Sunday Creative Agency. We build brands for health and wellness businesses. We run social media. We do content creation. We do it all, pretty much. We're trying to. <laughs> I wanted to jump into this episode and just wish you a happy new year. I hope you're doing well. I hope the holidays treated you well. I know I really needed some time off. Even though work kind of got in the way here and there, I really tried to focus on taking a reset. And I know we all say that, like, you need a reset. Take your time for yourself. But, like, I legit did nothing for a solid five days. I was checking emails here and there and stuff like that. But no posting for a month. I was checked out of my podcast. I was basically everything that I kind of wanted to do for December, it didn't happen. And (laughs) I think that's a good segue to go into um, my 2023 outlook because I'm somebody that really gets a lot out of planning, organizing, goal setting, all of those things that usually come around the new year, especially being a business owner, you kind of just want to like jump the gun and be prepared for a Q1, Q2, whatever, all those big words from business owners. But realistically, I am going into 2023 with a very different mindset than other years. 2022 was an absolute shock to the system and it's just taught me that you can never... You can plan as much as you want, but things will happen. Life happens. Obstacles get in the way. Pivots need to be made. It just happens. And sometimes you got to let go of the control. This was a huge takeaway for me for 2022. I have reflected a lot on it and I know how easy it is to just see the things that you didn't get to, you didn't like the goals that you didn't reach and whatnot, the finances that you didn't make, whatever. But when I was reflecting this year, I took these things that I used to look at as uh, failures, I guess, or not reaching certain goals I would get down on myself for. But this year, I really reflected on what I took out of it. The person that I became after I got through these obstacles, what I learned from getting through it, how I got through it, all the little things that come with something quote unquote bad can lead to so much more and I really really think that this was a pivotal year in my life um, for growth and for learning how to let go of control and to be completely honest I didn't see it as that until a couple days ago when I really sat down and took the time to look into what I got out of this year so with that comes my 2023 outlook I made a post today earlier today that was just about how I woke up just a little bit worried about the year because of how many things kind of went not to plan in this past year. But then I shook it off. I took a moment and I wrote out all the things that I can see for myself. If I put the focus and consistency into and show up for myself, I know that I can make these things happen. And it just reinforced that we have the choice every single day to wake up and make a new possibility happen. We can have, we can create opportunities for ourselves every single day, and it does not need a new year, a new month, a new Monday, or anything like that to start focusing in on the healthy choices that you want to make for yourself. 
Yes, there are going to be obstacles that may get in your way, but that doesn't mean that you need to wait to restart again the next month or the next year, whatever it is. There's always a chance for you to shake it off, take a moment for yourself and start again. And I'm recording this as an accountability situation for myself because I am one of those people that says, you know what, I'm going to start on Monday. I'm going to start next week. I'm going to start on on next month or whatever it is. I make those excuses for myself, but I'm holding myself accountable. I'm making sure that I know that I can create the life I want just through the choices that I make on a daily basis. And whatever the obstacle come in my way, I'm ready for it. Or I am going to understand and appreciate that it's building me up for something greater that's coming down the road. Okay, so jumping into what I am doing to prepare for this next year. I sat down this morning and I took my journal out and I wrote down exactly what I want out of this year. What are the feelings? What are the things? What are the adventures? What are the opportunities? Every little thing. And I put a little timer on for like five minutes and I wrote out all the things that I want. And after that five minutes went up, I honestly didn't realize like how many things I wanted, but it doesn't, it, it'll surprise you how many things you write down that are more internal rather than external. And I think that comes with age sometimes, but I used to look at that and be like, oh, I want all the fancy clothes. I want a car. I want da, 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 all these things. But most of the things were building off of joy, family, laughter. <laughs> this sounds so cheesy. Um, more time, like to be a mentor, to have mentees. Like these things were almost a little bit more shocking to me that I wasn't really focused on the things of like buying and purchasing all these things, but it was more the internal things that I want to work on. So next I wrote down, how do I become this person? How do I become the woman that has enough time to balance her social life and balance her personal life to balance her career? How do I become the person that people look up to as a great leader? How do I become the person that is like making room for a family? All of these things I kind of fine-tuned and focused in on and I wrote down in a scribbly mess I just tried to write down as many things as possible and it became a very honest theme and I got very granular on the things of being like you know what I'm going to have to give up binge watching a ton of Netflix every night or I'm going to have to pick up a book and read a little bit more. I'm going to have to put down my phone and stop scrolling and I'll probably give, get back another hour of my day each day. Like the little things I really kind of tried to reflect on and get honest with myself. And now I have a page of honest reflection that I can look back to to say like, okay, you know what? If I'm being real with myself, these are the things that I need to do and show up for myself to be this person that I want to be. And I, no one is stopping me from that, but me. So the next piece to the puzzle is envisioning who I want to be in 2023. I am so sorry. Joey is cooking in the background and he's being so nice and cooking me dinner, but it's becoming very noisy in the background of this podcast. (laughs) Anywho. Okay. So back to the vision. So this is a twofold. First, I wrote down who is Mel in 2023? Who am I showing up as? What do I look like? What do I feel like? What am I wearing? What am I 
what am I doing? Every single thing. And this is funny because I literally do this with every single new client. We do like a brand vision and I really, it's a, it's an amazing way for me to understand my client's business and really get me into the world that they see it as. So taking it for myself, I literally wrote down every single thing that I want to feel. I can picture for myself. And so I am literally creating a picture in my head of who I am in 2023. And this goes very hand in hand with the whole vision boarding thing. It's like exactly what I do for mood boarding with a new client. It's, it's, it goes along the same lines. If you can picture it, it is so much more realistic that it's actually going to happen for you. So I'm going to read out a couple things that I actually wrote down because I think it'll just give it a little bit better of an example. So I wrote out Mel in 2023 is radiant, confident, fit, on time, building an empire, strong and optimist, stylish, <laughs> looks, builds relationships wherever she goes, finds time for herself, can create amazing ideas and opportunities for herself. An amazing leader is looked up to, pushes the boundaries for good opportunity, knows when to get uncomfortable, knows when to take rest. She's minimal. She's clean, um, et cetera, et cetera. That was so cringy and I'm going to hate that I recorded that. <laughs> but it's almost like you have to push it. You have to make it a little cringe. You have to, I think, like truly believing it. It's like, it doesn't matter if it's cringy. It's who you want to be. For example, have you ever had the feeling if there's been any circumstance in your life where you've come across this great opportunity and just fell into your hands and you weren't surprised that it happened to you. If you know deep down it's meant for you and you believe that you have what it takes to get there and you put in consistent work to get it, you're not going to be surprised when it actually happens. Because when we put focus into something, we begin to think about it more and more and more each day and it creates momentum for ourselves and we start seeing seeing it in all those different places that we wouldn't usually see. My dad always says you start seeing Volkswagens because as soon as we got a Volkswagen van in the family, we see one like every single other <laughs> street we walk past, but it's because it's relevant in our life and we start seeing it more often. So creating more opportunities for yourself, opening up the boundaries to you believing in you actually being able to create these opportunities for yourself is going to in turn make more opportunities for yourself. I don't know if that made any sense, but I hope it does. Rounding it all off to when you're building momentum and there's something on your mind, you have way more chances of acting on it when it's consistently in front of you. So now for the actual visual part. Um, this is where the classic mood board comes in. I love getting nitty gritty on Pinterest, going into Instagram saves, and just finding all the little things that create emotion and excitement for me. Before I start, I usually will create a couple of themes. Um, I usually think about the areas of my life that I want to focus on, such as career, relationships, health, personal growth, travel, etc. Anything that I really want to focus on, I will put into a theme. I'll then find photos, words, everything that resonates those topics and put them all into one little space on my mood board. I am such a hands-on person and I think I've talked about this before in past podcasts, but I'm like the biggest nerd when it comes to collaging. It was like my pastime as a kid. So I will actually print everything off and make a physical mood board, but that's just more like for funsies. <laughs> 
and you can definitely just do this on Canva or drag and drop on Word, whatever is comfortable for you. Um, but I, the biggest thing is I just like to put words that really resonate with me and my year that I want to like bring out more in my life and remind myself of. So yeah, any way you can do that, you can just print it off or type it or write it down or whatever. But it's nice to have a print off of it either way at the very end so you can put it somewhere close to you and just remind yourself of all the things that you want to show up as this year. Okay, and this is the part of that I honestly, I haven't really seen a lot of people talk about, but with vision boards, I believe that for myself, that you can take this or leave it, but for myself, my vision for my life is so personal. I I know I wrote out all the things that I see my see as myself for this year, but as for my actual vision board and my like really personal goals, I want to keep that so sacred to myself because I don't want to have anybody obstruct my view of it. I don't think like if I really showed anybody that anybody would say anything or anything like that, but I just find it's like such a personal thing that I want to keep it really tight and close with me and I can have it all to myself because at the end of the day, it's going to be you that really drives the needle to make those things happen for yourself. And yeah, I don't know. I just find it really like a personal subject and to keep it really close to yourself is important to me. On the business side of things, I took a couple hours today and really kind of mapped out what, or not really mapped out, but more like reflected on things that I can clean up in my business. What can I do to make things easier on myself this new year? And how can I do that? If there's any way that I can figure out how to do that right now, let's do it. If it's something I need to work on, I'm going to make a note of it and just make sure to be actively trying to make things easier on myself create systems and just work and create the workflow that I really imagined for my business. One of those things was refreshing my website. It's been off my to-do list for so long, but in the back of my head of something I really want to do. So I was like, you know what? I have a couple hours. I'm going to just make this happen right now. It's going to be a fresh new little start to the website. It made me feel good. And it was a quick thing that I could check off the list. Other things such as building out systems and operating styles of basically making my clients experience a little bit better this year is a big one for me so what I did was I kind of just mapped out the perfect relationship of like if I were a client and how I would want to work with somebody to get all the information to get all the steps and just like not to have to ask questions or anything like that so I just brainstormed on that but I'm going to be doing a little bit more research to see one if there's anything already made out there that can save me time um templates are an amazing thing for that so I built out myself a monthly analytic tracking template I built out a social media monthly content creation template and a few other things that I think will just make our lives a little bit easier um another thing is like a welcome packet or anything like that I can actually I'll link the social media camp or campaign the social media content creation template that I built out it's just in notion but I can link that below so if you want to click the link and have kind of an inside look of what we do on like planning and just having an overview of the month for content that's that will be in the show notes um but yeah 
The last kind of planning thing that I did or exercise that I did was just really get a little bit more granular or a lot more granular than my past years for my finances. Um, This was strictly for my business finances. So this would be tangible for anybody that's um, selling a product, selling a service, coaching, anything like that. Okay, so first thing that I did was kind of outside of the scope of finances, but it turns into it eventually. Um, Every one of my packages, I kind of took and broke down and see, okay, what goes into every single one of these things? Say my branding package, for example. I started with that and I broke down every single little detail that goes into a branding package. I mapped out the amount of time because with branding and websites and stuff, you kind of have to be able to time tracking. So I've been doing that in the past couple of projects. And so I know just about how much time I'm actually putting into the work of these projects. And that includes client calls, it includes research, it includes what my assistant is doing, all these different things. So now I have a really good outline of where the time is going and how much money is going into that time. So next I take a look at this project and I just make sure that I am giving a reasonable rate for it. I'm giving enough value. I'm not undercutting myself. Um, Usually creatives are undercutting themselves considering how much time goes into all these things but yeah just taking a mental note on really like where the value is going and how much you're getting out of it is super important to me um so yeah time tracking is a hundred percent worth it even if you're just doing a service based in like any service-based business should be time tracking like every every single little detail of projects okay so now i have my base rate for these packages Next, I'm going to next I'm going to look at the grand total that I want to be making in the year. I am going to divide that number by my package price and that will give me the amount of packages I need to actually sell this year. Now, for my business, it's a little bit different just because we have so many different packages and a lot of variables that go into every single package, but it gives me a rough range of being like, okay, I need to sell X amount of projects to make this amount of money. And then I just went in and fine-tuned, kind of saw like how many brand packages I want to sell or how many websites I need to sell. And you're kind of factoring in all the different things like the time, the energy spent, the amount of downtime you need in between projects, things like that. And that gives you a really good base of how many projects you want to really take on this month, this quarter, this year, etc. So when you go into sales, and you're taking that grand number that you're going to be making this year, and then you divide it into the amount of projects, then you can get granular on your social media and start understanding how many clicks, how many views, how many new follows you need to inquire this new business. For example, I went back into my website clicks and my engagement and everything like that, and my insights on Instagram, and I saw there was a big leap of growth in i forget when it was but there was a certain month i'm just gonna call it june in june for example i grew like i think it was like four thousand people in one month it was just a couple videos went off and i was getting a ton of traffic to my my page meaning i'm getting a lot more website clicks 
I'm getting a lot more people looking at my website, my services, X, Y, and Z. And I could go into the back end of my website and see how many inquiries were in that month. Now I see the amount of inquiries in my website and I can roughly estimate how many views, how many new follows, how many, etc., that I need on my social media to get the new leads. Now in a branding situation, it's going to be a little bit different than a 20 to 50 dollar product right you're gonna your numbers are gonna be very skewed um there's not gonna be as many people looking for a high ticket item as a lower ticket item so just be wary of how many you can you can understand the ratios of how many people are coming to your your instagram or flowing through your website to how many people are actually purchasing rather in my case it's okay, there's X amount of people flowing through my Instagram to my website. That's turning into a much smaller number in inquiries, which in turn is going to probably go to like one third or a fourth of people actually working with me. But if you're looking at it as like the amount of people actually getting through, it's very different than looking at the dollar amount because in a high ticket item, If you just have one person say yes out of 10, that's a big win. So to loop it all back, this is kind of what I'm trying to get at. To loop it all back, if you're understanding how many people that you need to get into your profile to see your website, to click the inquire, you can start to understand how much content you need to be creating on a weekly or monthly basis. And that's what I got up to today. I started planning out how much content that needs to be sales-driven How much content do I need to produce that's just basically sharing my story and creating that trust with my audience? And then I started taking into account what content I want to be actually making to, (laughs) for me to still have fun with it all. And honestly, that's just a part of my brand. I find I think that a lot of people, a lot of clients that I start working with like to work with me because they resonate with me and I never want to get away from that in my business content. I don't want to be the salesy person. I don't want to be um, just showing past work. I want to show the real side of this all. So yeah, that's the last little bit of planning that I did. I did a little bit of content slash finances. It kind of all blends together when you go into a business part of things, but it's just one thing that I felt a lot better <laughs> better after doing because in the grand scheme of things, thing it can get so stressful to look at being like, holy shit, I got a whole another month of content to create. When am I gonna do this? When am I gonna fit it in? Da 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 da. But when you really break it down and see the numbers, you're like, you know what? I can actually do this. And when you just uh, this is going off tangent off topic for sure but just time blocking out a little bit of space in your week to really measure out where you can start working smarter and not harder a big change in 2023 was me like making sure that I'm utilizing my time as best as possible because when you start getting busier it just forces you to learn how to do more things at once and Re repurpose things and just make life a little bit easier on yourself. So yeah, to end this all off, if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed with 2023, I feel you and I understand where that can come from. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that when we take a little moment for ourselves, 
understand why we want to get to that goal and what the feelings are behind those goals and everything like that. And you can really break down measurable success, then it gets a little bit less daunting. I'm going to end this off with a few little tidbits of what to expect from this year from Anuka Sunday Creative because it's gone completely in a new direction. I feel like things are happening, things are moving. We have a team I'm going to bring on, or hopefully, I don't know if she's listening to this, but my girl Carly, she's, I want to have her on and we can just talk business and life and all of that stuff but yeah manuka sunday creative is officially a team we have a a strategist a couple developers for websites um a design lead a creative lead and a podcast uh, production manager which i'm super excited to kind of elaborate on that but anyways um yeah we're gonna be doing a lot more podcasts a lot of blog posts coming your way a lot of things just to kind of help anybody in the health and wellness industry grow their business take some tips away to just managing their mindset while growing a business entrepreneur life all of that fun stuff because i feel you i know it can be a lot but i think just with a little bit of help and some templates and some tips and content ideas here and there it can be a little bit easier and I want to help out in that way so yeah that's just about it from me I'm gonna be back next week I'm gonna try to do this um, a little bit shorter of an episodes every week so if you enjoyed stick around subscribe all that fun stuff and yeah I hope you have an amazing start to your new year um, with that I'll talk to you next week bye